0: You are listening to Rags to Resale, the podcast for career resellers or anyone who wants to amp up their online resale business the right way. Here
1: are your Posh Pro experts.
0: So we are here with our Rags to Resale podcast, our third edition, and I am so excited to introduce to you guys Britt Hatcher from Cute Case Resale. She is at Cute Case Resale on Poshmark and on Facebook, and I am so interested in how you do what you do because uh, my friend Darcy at Citizen Darcy on Poshmark um, recommended we talk to you, and I jumped at the opportunity because you do almost all of your sourcing at the bins, right? Absolutely. So, so is it? You have a close one. You have one nearby.
1: So, actually, yeah, I'm about 12 miles from um, Google Benz here in Fort Worth, Texas, and then I would say about about 45 minutes to an hour for the one in Dallas. Um, oh. Fort Worth is the one that made me leave my job, my full time job, and focus on resale that bins area. So. Definitely. I'm 100% Vince.
0: Oh, wow. So it's, you just feel like it's that good. You get that. Do you have um, a process? What's your process? Do you, you go on certain days?
1: Um, So first, I really am a proponent of the early bird gets the worm in all aspects. My mind is fresher in the mornings. There are less people there in the mornings because people work, they drop off kiddos. You know, it's during that time in the eight o'clock morning where most Ben's nationwide open up. So I'm there at open. And it also gives me a few minutes to sit in the car before they open to kind of plan my day, you know, um, check my emails, see what's sold, what not or whatever. But yeah, I'm there with my Ikea bag at um, eight in the morning when they open. And I try my best to do a good hour at least uh-huh. um, to, see, to see what I can find.
0: Yeah, and, and what's your process once you get in there? I mean, I went in and I'll show a little video of this uh, oh. one time with Darcy. She dragged me there. Actually, she took me twice. The first time I was just sort of observing.
1: You the second drag time, like it's not the best place on earth. Well,
0: I was a little overwhelmed. I mean, I had heard tales of the bins and, and all of this and, you know, you, sh- you should wear gloves and all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh. Plus, we were trying to shoot a YouTube video (laughs) and they were not having that they were not thrilled with my camera or my process in any way and you know when they bring out the bins and you have to stand in a certain place and everything I was just in the way so I you know I was causing issues that uh, were unintended but uh, still not what the the traditional bin shoppers were they did not want me there so uh, I caused a ruckus uh, so that that was part of the problem. But, you know, I did get some great stuff and it's so cheap. I mean, it's definitely Absolutely. so. it's ninety nine. What is it? Ninety nine cents a pound.
1: So it varies at different locations. The one here in Fort Worth is a dollar sixty nine or a dollar seventy nine. I want to say it went up ten cents a pound. The one and that's for everything in the store, the one in Dallas, it varies whether you're getting purses, shoes, house goods, or clothes. So they have about four different prices, but even with that, the clothes are like a dollar and nine cents a pound if you get over 25 pounds. So that's something that's good to know about bins nationwide. They have different prices and different processes for the type of things you pick up.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. And the one I went to was I think it was ninety-nine cents a pound for clothing, but then shoes were different housewares were different so
1: yeah so they had uh, a price list of different things so yeah, my process, that's what you were asking about if they're early obviously I'll have my Ikea bag um, because it's just easier for me to kind of weave in through without a basket initially so when I first get there and when most most bins they clean up let's say they close the day before maybe about they stop bringing out bins and maybe about an hour before the store closes. Well, then they have time to restock in the back to be prepared for the next morning. And that's why I'm such a proponent of being there early because when you walk in, there will always be a fresh row of bins, either hardline or closed or both. And that's usually how all of the stores operate. So when you get there, there's always something fresh there for you to be able to sift through before, let's say, ninety percent capacity starts flooding into the bins. So I get there, um, I go through what's new. I always start with what's new. I never um, go away from the crowd, if you will, because they're there in the mornings. They're there to get the best things, and I'm going to be right there with them. I don't want to miss the best things that are there. And then after that, I'll go back and get my basket so that I that, that little small amount of time, let's say two to three minutes of that new row that's out there, I don't have time to stop and get a basket. (laughs) I don't want to miss what's already out there. And nine times out of 10, I find my best things between 8.01 and 8.05 in the morning. Oh my! That's when I could most likely leave for the day. You know, if I wasn't some kind of binaholic, I could probably leave for the day during, you know, right at that 8.05 mark or whatever. But that's when I find the best things. So I'll grab my basket, then I put it in the back, and that's when i start sifting through, you know, that small amount. So that's how my day starts.
0: So by the time an hour has passed since open, you already have your pile that you have decided to sift through and decide what you're getting. So how much on a, a regular day that you go to the bins, how much do you think you spend? What Do you have a, a budget line that
1: you draw, or do you just – absolutely have a budget line um, my goal to spend there when I go what I call thrift hour giving it a good hour is no more than 20 bucks because I'm also looking for the best things that I can you know that I can flip I'm not going in there to um, get a lot of mass if I don't already have a pre-order, which I can talk about later. But if I'm going there and I'm looking for things to list, I'm just looking for things to flip and they don't already have a um, customer attached to them, if you will, then I'm not going to be in there spending a whole bunch if okay. that makes sense.
0: Okay. Back up. What are we talking about with the with the customer attached already? Explain that to me.
1: Okay. So I'm at Darcy in my reseller um, Facebook group. Um, yeah. and I think I'm right about at 500 customers there and slash people that are in the group. And I say it that way because I'm excited that 99% of those people in the group have already purchased from me. Uh-huh. And if I look at the stats, about 40% of those are repeat buyers. So that makes me happy that they're coming back to me um, because I'm close to the VNs. Beings- because i have such good luck there i started selling stuff in bulk and right now i'm really trying to figure out how to get contracts with the vans if that's even possible to do even more but currently when i would when i would say okay i know i'm finding really good stuff here i'll sell you 10 items for 125 and that's what I called a cute case I did a sale like that I want to say uh, right before Christmas to try to figure out if it would work and in 24 hours that was over a thousand bucks and so I I set the days aside where let's say Monday would be the first three orders Tuesday would be the next three like that so it gives me time to go and look in case there are dead days if you will and I went in there and I cleaned up some of it, I think the Benz was like, you know what? We need to send her good vibes. We need to send her some, um, you know, the, the Benz guys were with me or whatever. But um, that's what I call a cute case. And that's when I say a customer is attached. That's pre-ordered. I needed that money ahead of time before I spent time in there, if that made sense.
0: Okay. So for a cute case of 10 items, how much do I spend?
1: 125 but let me tell you what you get for 125. 125 dollars you're getting my first time so that's the first thing i'm going to travel to to the bins and i'm going to find the best things that they have there at the top i'll give you an examples of um some things that i've sent out eve saint laurent jacket um teeks um ramen bags my point is it's not it's not going to be a dead case because when you are worried about that first one, because you know not have a mystery box type of mindset. Right. It's like, mm, I don't know what I'm going to get. But in my mind, I'm already working on your second and third. So that first case is going to be amazing. And since I'm a reseller myself, it's easy for me to pinpoint things and to comp some things that I know are going to sell. Two to three items in that case is going to pay for your whole case. And then let's say the rest of them, you can expect to be able to list them between 30 and 40 books. So I have some really happy repeat customers that when I make them available, they'll buy two or three at a time.
0: Wow, that's a really good idea. So, um, how did you get started with that? So your so let's go to your Facebook page. So you started Cute Case Resale. How did that all come
1: about? I started Cute Case Resale, the um, reseller group, and nobody was in it, <laughs> and nobody was buying anything. So I'm like, okay. I'm gonna have to do some advertising. I'm gonna have to figure this out. Um, and you'll see that there'll be a lot of different Facebook groups pop up where people where you can sell all sorts of things. Yeah. Cars, clothes, baby shoes, just everything. So I say, okay, let me advertise there. No problem. But then I'm a, I'm a little fish in a huge pond still. I think maybe 10 people joined that was not going to cut it. So I said, okay, let me go to another um, reseller group or the types that popped up during the the pandemic for people who were looking for inventory because those stores closed. And I said, okay, well, you know, if I'm getting this stuff for pennies on a dollar, I can afford to sell it pretty cheap. Let me just do this for advertising purposes. And I would get over there and I would put some really good stuff for five, seven, $10 mark after that I was running to their inbox to say hey I'm starting this group I have amazing things I really would like you to come over there and see it for my first big sale this is a way for you to always have inventory you can just come to this one group not shunning any others but you know that the stuff will be there when you get there and that when I started sending that message out they were already my customer because they already bought something from me in that first group and then so they're already expecting that type of quality yeah so then when they get here and they're like oh, okay I don't have to hunt around or see if I'm catching this person that's going to make sure they ship it or anything like that she already has my shipping address it just it grew from there yeah. so it, it just I don't know people would tell other people about it yeah and it just kind of it grew my second issue though at that point was when there wasn't a sale how do I keep these people who are in the group just for me how do I keep them happy You know, I need, I need to have something in there. And so I said, well, let me start an auction. So I took about 20 items and I said, these are pretty good. I can start these at five bucks a piece. Um, Let's just see what it goes to. The first auction was amazing. Um, I was averaging about $300 to $400 just from doing a weekly auction of starting it on Thursday mornings and ending it at Thursday night. People knew that the items would be there. They would start at 5 bucks and they would just bid them up throughout so the day. So they do
0: that in comments?
1: They do that in comments, exactly. Uh-huh. And that went well until I was busy on a Thursday, and then the auction didn't get up <laughs> until about 5 p.m. and end about 8. So now the current process is this. Weekly auctions start at Thursday when I get my life together, which is usually before like 1 p.m. And so it is a live auction where they see the live video of 10 minutes or less. After that video, I'll go through and I'll type the 20 items. So it may say, um, it may say flax, flax linen pants. And then the next item may say Brahmin Crocodile Brown bag. And I'll list them out like that. As soon as that's listed, they can hit reply and start bidding those items up. Friday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, it closes. And over the weekend, I'm able to cash people out and send their items.
0: That's so cool. I love it.
1: So, yeah. yeah, I enjoy it. And if I do nothing else other than post and, you know, kind of interact with people, at least I know that I have transactions and something that they can really interact with during that week no matter how busy my week is
0: yeah okay so great so you're doing that and you also have a poshmark closet correct i do i do and so what where do you feel Are do you feel pulled in all directions or do you do you feel like this is the poshmarks your bread and butter or is cute case your bread and butter what
1: sales uh, by far are my bread and butter now that I am really figuring it out. So, for example, later today and tomorrow, I'm going to do another live sale. I did a test a live sale um, the other day. When I hear live sale, I'm usually used to people selling items for the price that they want to get, the profit they want to make. And something just dawned on me the other day when I was doing a little um, haul of what I got at the Charlotte bins. I'm thinking. Well, why don't I sell the live do the live sale showing things at the five, six, seven, eight the the mark of the auction or the mark of what I know thrift stores are paying and people will want to actually buy the items for. So that's my new thing now. Um, aside from the key cases and waiting till I have enough, you know, for people to buy in bulk, I can easily throw up fifty and sixty items in a live sale at the thrift store rate because I'm paying so much less for them. So the sales, whether it's that, whether it's through the actual cute cases, which are bulk inventory boxes, if you will, or the, um, what's the other thing, or the auction, that's my bread and butter. Now don't get me wrong, I love when a $200 sale comes through Poshmark. I'm here for it, (laughs) I'm here for it. And I'm weaving that back into my daily process of making sure I get that stuff up for my virtual assistant, but right now, the direct sales, ironically, with a group of only 500 people, rather than Poshmark or eBay, or that have just a whole world of people attached to them, you well, know,
0: they're they're there the for direct- you. They're ready for you. You know, they're they're there to spend before they even see what's coming. So that is uh, that's great. I'm really I'm really impressed. So now, Darcy also mentioned something about a uh, wholesale that you've been trying that lately. Yes. So, also,
1: awesome? um, Liz perfectly actually reached out to me because I'll do some little content or I'll do um reels or whatnot or whatever. And I just really have been a part, a part of that group for a while. I'm an affiliate with them. Um, and oh, that's perfect time for a plug. You look on my link tree on my Instagram page. All my affiliate links are linked there. Okay. But I'm an affiliate with them, and so um, and we just kind of gelled really well. And one of the ladies that worked with them mentioned that wholesale.com was coming along. And so I said, okay, I'll check it out, especially since my whole um, goal is to go towards bulk sales. Yeah. Um, Since I have the sitting Facebook group, if you will, I threw that opportunity out to them as well. Because we all know that sometimes the word reseller also equals hoarder. So I'm like, okay, I have other hoarder friends who may have... uh, have other things that they may want to get rid of, you know, in bulk. Yeah. And so, house.com is just that. Like, you don't really have limits on the stuff you can put up. If you have a bag of remotes, a junk drawer, if you can take a good picture of it and briefly explain what it is, you can throw it up there. Oh. So, while I'm outsourcing, so it kind of speaks to some of the process that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. When I'm outsourcing and I'm figuring out what am I going to pick up? I am the type of person who I can't have too many things going on in my head cuz then I'll take a nap and I'll do nothing. Oh yeah, that's um. me. <laughs> I'll, I'll Maybe
0: there is a reseller brain. I mean, I'm starting to think that because the more resellers I talk to, the more I've found my tribe. Like clearly, I, you know, if if something yeah. walks by this in this room, I'm just like and then whatever I'm working you. on is gone forever. So Yeah, done.
1: Sure. It's done. And let me see a pretty a person with a pretty bag out there. I'm stuck because now I need to know, A, would she sell it for me for $1.69 a pound, the bin's price? Or B, did she thrift it? Did she pay for it? And then it makes me think of everything I used to buy and what I used to pay for and the money that I spent oh. when I could have had it rolled through the thrift store. Yeah. It really is. But yeah. So let's re-celebrate. Definitely re-celebrate. Um, but wait, where were we going? you were talking about wholesale and how. So what I'm looking for now, since this is a a new site for me, if you will, it's a new site for everybody. They're brand spanking new. And I didn't want to flood them with clothes just because clothes is my good thing in my group. You know, I know how to do that directly. So I'm figuring out what is something that I see all the time that I can still get at the bins because I don't want to go anywhere else that um, won't cost me too much, but that I can put in bulk that I can have a lot of, and that's men's neckties. So my, um, my first um, loads of ties ended up doing pretty well in my opinion. I grouped them up in 20 and 30 because I wanted to see what the difference was if I started them at the same time and they ended. And for me, 20 ties averaged to about, it was about $2.70 because they're so lightweight with the pricing of the bins. And so from that first load, I think I made $30 on one lot, $25 on the second lot. And that's the money that I got to take home after fees, which wasn't bad at all for a brand new site. That, um, and I didn't know how many people they had on at the time, but you have to understand. And this is when I'm talking to some of my reseller friends that are Mm -hmm. frustrated about stuff not selling or, you know, or taking a while to sell. I say, okay, think about this. You put your item up. Let's say you put your item up on Monday. Then let's say somebody who is looking for an item on Tuesday, they come along, but they're not looking for ties. That's what you put up. So let's say Wednesday, they're scrolling back through and they look around or whatever and they actually decide to look for ties, but your listing ended on Monday or you're, you know what I mean? So you have to think about the fact that it's not that your item may not be a good item. It may not even be that that's not the audience for you. Some things just take time. Yeah. The money that they have, they have to have the money for it. They have to be looking for it. Yours has to be on the top, you know? And so I do like the fact that wholesale relist it for you. Oh. You know, if something doesn't sell right off, they'll relist it for you. Um, and that you really are not limited in anything that you could put up there.
0: So what are the fees on wholesale?
1: So wholesale, and I do believe that they were really, the part that I like about wholesale the most is because they're brand spanking new and putting out a newsletter almost every week. They're asking the people who are a part of it, what's working what's not they're trying to figure it out you know so at from the affiliate side i believe that my fees are a little bit different so i'd rather look on the site today and i can probably send you an update to see what they've settled on yeah for you know, um, people that are just buying and selling without the affiliate cut if you will or whatever because mm-hmm. um, i definitely don't want to misquote but okay. they are open to listening to anybody and any you know about any part of their process
0: very cool yeah. Well, I love it. So, so one thing from the bins, what, before we uh-huh. wrap up, what, what's your fate? What's the one thing you got at the bins that in the wild
1: that you sold for the most money? Um, vintage Chanel dress um, pleats in the back and it had the um, authentic buttons, the golden black buttons going down and it stayed in my personal closet. I've never been a size four. We'll never be a size four, but it stayed in my personal closet for probably about a year, because I just wanted to stare at it. Yeah. You know, I <laughs> wanted, I had already um gotten authenticated, so I knew it was real. Um, and I was also able to compare it online. Um, And eventually I just said, you know what, I'll, I'll find another item. I'll find something amazing. At this point, I was going all the time. So I threw it on Poshmark, and it sold for 800 bucks, I want to say within a week. Wow!
0: That's beautiful. That's amazing. So yeah, that's that's so fun when you find something like that.
1: Just the traffic of that brand, you know. I might relist every couple of months if if it's something like that. But some of those rare good pieces, I'm with you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lower them.
0: Right. Yeah. Because and then I feel like it also takes the whole brand down. You know, you'll see because if you if you search for sold and you see something that you're you're considering selling for eight hundred dollars and you see someone just unloaded it for one eighty that
1: comps matter. comparisons matter. Look at gas. As soon as somebody throws up on Facebook that there's gas fifteen cents less, the the line is wrapped around the corner. Right. You know, so comps really, really, really do matter. And then now nobody's buying gas at the regular rate right. <laughs> that it was just the street. So comps matter. Comparison pricing really does matter.
0: The last thing I wanted to say about the the bins now. As you're going through the bins, and you, what what's the catalyst? What's the is is it the hour? Do you just hit it at the hour and leave, or do you because they'll just keep coming out? No, because I'm recorded.
1: No. A, a person who <laughs> was not as sick as I would hit it at that hour and leave. But no, of course not. Now, I will say that there are, um, depending on what my schedule is for that day, there have been days that I go in there and I hit it for an hour and I car press, and I leave and I get on out of there. But um, you're right that they will be rotating pretty much yeah. all day. Um, and that's something else to know. Some bands have a schedule of when they rotate and they don't rotate consistently. And then there are others who they do every 20 minutes. I heard about the one in Austin that I've been planning to visit that is an every 20 minute bin. I went to the one in Denver every 20 minutes. Yeah. So you can even get through the bin quick enough before they they rotate. But you also got to understand that this is a business too. And I think um, I'm still, rem- I always have to remind myself that as fun as this is and as much as I really like to find the items, that part is work. It's energy expelled. Right. And I can't list or can't show or can't promote what I don't have time to do because I'm dog tired because I spent all day being happy at the bins picking through things. That is such a good point. Absolutely, like today, I didn't go. Did I wanna go? Absolutely. Do I feel like there's somebody getting things that should be mine? Yes, because I just enjoyed the process. But um, definitely have to do more listing, showing, selling and shipping then receiving if you will. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I agree and we we pound this home on our on our site, you know, in our courses. The business strategies course, we talk so much about this and and it's something that I have to tell myself all the time. So I ba- I should take my own course because Absolutely. you know, I don't feel like I can leave a place if I haven't seen everything or at least the sale area like i have to go through the entire uh-huh.
1: clear or so whatever it's
0: wow. and yeah. it is very frustrating because now that i have researched and listened to folk, smart people like you and written these courses i force myself to leave and i'm not in a very good mood when i force myself to leave yeah. you Please know don't,
1: don't talk to me when i'm walking to the car and they still bring it out a row and i'm missing what's in the row don't even talk to me okay <laughs>
0: I know, I know. Oh, my gosh. I I totally hear you. But you are so right. There has to be a limit. And you have to get that stuff listed. And it doesn't do any good in
1: the back of your car. So, you know, it has to be wrong. I struggle with that daily. But I'm literally at the point where I'm thinking, you also start thinking about needing more space. I don't need more space. I need a quicker turnover rate for the items that I have, and I need to put in energy of different ways to get those items out. So you're right; it does go back to strategy. And it's ironic. I'm working on writing out a couple of courses myself too, so I'm very interested in Ooh. that side of a business. We yeah, but, them for but you. yeah, but definitely 100 from the bins. So it might limit it. It might limit my crowd, but. It can be done. You can literally make full-time six figures just from the bins. It is very doable. Well, I am just
0: so impressed and so excited. And you know where I want to go right now? To the bins. Yes. (laughs) I'll meet you there. That's all I can think about. I can barely think about anything besides getting my butt to the bins
1: tomorrow morning. I got to go. Yeah, you definitely, and whoever's listening, if they haven't been, um, because that's, that's another thing. I hear about people getting dismayed about going because it is the hustle, it is the bustle. But those are also people who are trying to go, let's say 4pm or after work or on weekends. If you can get there, even on any any day of the week in the morning when they open, it's definitely worth it. It'll give you a whole different mindset on how the bins operate. Right.
0: Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Those first six minutes sound real, real important.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Oh well, Brett, I just appreciate you coming on our podcast so so much, and uh, we might get, we'll probably get some questions sent to us okay, on cool. YouTube, and I would love to forward those to you. Um, But I think this, I mean, this is amazing information. So I'm really, really excited to get this up and running. We'll put it, we're going to put it up. You are killing it, girl. I love it. What a unique take. Yeah. So cool. Cool Awesome. Thank you so much, darling. Have a great one. I'll see you soon. Tips, live events,
1: contests, celebrity appearances. Don't miss a moment at poshproproject.com.